Hey, I'm Chris Barnes. Welcome to episode one of Amplified Wellness. How are you doing, mate? Good, Chris. Thank you very much. Mate, uh, thanks for being on Amplified Wellness. You're uh, welcome. Episode one. That's it. Absolute pleasure to have you here, mate. Uh, when uh, I was planning to do this uh, podcast, you were one of the, uh, the the first people to pop to mind. Um, I've been following some of the really cool and exciting things that you've been doing. Um, and yeah, I feel that... Um, the, the impact that you're having on people's lives is um, definitely in line with um, my mission with Amplified Wellness, basically, is to mm-hmm. just increase those frequencies out, out to people, healing, um, mindset, just a- anything that people can walk away with to improve their, their well-being and, and health. Yeah, um, cool. I appreciate you for thinking of me, and it's a pleasure to be on the very first episode. Absolutely, <laughs> mate. Um, I guess to start off, you just recently completed a, a massive uh, effort, uh, a half marathon and a full marathon Yeah, on a glacier. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, uh, actually on an ice cap. Ice cap. And I was corrected a lot in Greenland because I was calling it an ice pack, um, but it is an ice cap, yeah, in Greenland. In uh, Kangalosik, which is uh, on the west coast uh, near the main area of Greenland called Nuuk. Uh, yeah, so it was a pretty awesome adventure (laughs) (laughs) did you uh plan to do a half marathon and then the full marathon or did you go across just to do the marathon no no not at all uh yeah i literally just went over there to run the the marathon so we arrived uh on a thursday and as soon as we arrived they said that uh you know, the original plan was the full marathon was going to be on the Saturday and the half was going to be raced on the Sunday. Yeah. And they said that they're expecting hurricane winds on the ice cap on Saturday. So they've changed the plans. Tomorrow there's going to be half marathon, then Saturday nothing, and then Sunday is going to be the full marathon. Yeah. And in this town there's only 500 people there. There's not much to do. So <laughs> plus it's like minus 20 degrees outside. Yeah. Uh, so... I went to the race organisers and asked if I could upgrade and, and run the half tomorrow as well. And there's actually a thing called the Polar Bear Challenge, which was doing both. Uh, so I was like, sweet, sign me up. So, yeah, uh, I decided that I'd do both just because I was, I was worried about being bored, <laughs> really. And uh, with no internet, nothing, it was pretty barren. And so, yeah, um, I ended up just deciding to do both. Are you crazy? <laughs> Look, I mean, I don't know, it was just a spare of the moment thing and, and it was a, I don't know, I'm always just up for challenges in life and um, yeah, so I took it on. That's it's freaking awesome, mate. Like, it's, it's a massive effort. I know, um, like, just doing a half marathon is a big effort, but doing a half marathon and a full marathon in those conditions, like, yeah. what, what went through your mind in, in the, the preparation, in the lead up to that? Look, to be honest with you, uh, you know, after running the, my very first marathon last year on the Great Wall of China and then decided to do this one, I just like adventure stuff now. Uh, and so I remember, actually, I think I signed up for this at the start of this year and I never looked at it till about four weeks out yeah. from, um, from it starting out. I got an email reminder of um, the flights that I had to catch to, to, to Greenland. <laughs> I was like, whoa, yeah, that's coming up really quickly. So... Uh, I didn't really look more into it apart from that I was going to be in 
freezing conditions. Mm. So my first thought was I need to get the right clothing living on the Gold Coast. <laughs> it doesn't go below zero. So um, I need to look that up. And to be honest, I I went to the Nike uh, store in Rabina first and they gave me a jacket and some running pants. And I thought I was... I thought I was set. I thought I was good. And I ended up going to North Face in uh, in Harbortown the day before I was leaving. Yeah. And I was speaking to a guy that knew a lot about the foot, footwear because I was like, my running shoes ain't got to handle these freezing conditions. <laughs> so I literally went in there to, to get the right footwear to run in. And he asked me more questions. And he was actually a really good help. He looked on YouTube on previous videos and, yeah. and he said, oh, what sort of clothing have you got? And I said, well, I've actually got the jacket from Nike in my car. I'll go get it. I brought it in and he laughed. And he's like, dude, you need the right gear. So I ended up spending like a grand worth yeah. of, of the right clothing. And boy, am I grateful uh, that I got the right gear yeah. because otherwise I would have froze. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Cold, but were you like heating up? Yeah, so um, I don't know where the question was, what you asked me to start off with this. But yeah, I mean... Uh, I had five layers on when I started the half marathon mm. and, and that was, oh yeah, I was going back to preparation, preparation right? So yes. yeah, uh, so I got all the gear and, and leading up to it, I had been on a couple of runs around Oxenford Lake, just yeah. up by one of my locations, um, just on flat surface and, and obviously in the middle of the day, which was like 20, yeah. 24 <laughs> degrees. Uh, and yeah, that was all the prep I did. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it came to the half marathon, I, I literally just was like, I'll just run this thing and didn't put much thought into mm. it. Um, the first 5K was an experience. Uh, it started, the race started off downhill and then it went sharply uphill to head up to the ice cap. Yeah. Uh, the day we started, it was where we were in the start of the race, it was minus 12. And then when we got to the ice cap, it was minus 24. So uh, that initial um, ear of the the frozen air basically was hitting my lungs yeah. was the biggest shock because really? I was struggling to breathe and I felt like phlegm build up and uh, heading up the hill so my heart was racing of excitement and obviously heading up the hill uh, so I had five layers on at the time and so what happens is your whatever skin is exposed to those mm. elements you feel it um, but internally I was sweating <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got to the ice cap and the ice cap was you know 15 degrees cool, cooler than the start of the race and so that's when I was like man um, I'm gonna freeze here so I just had to keep moving and yeah it's, it's, it was a, a an awesome experience of just knowing uh, how to control your body temperature mm. and how much air to let in yeah. so like I was sweating at the top of the cap and so I, I unzipped my top layer and let a bit of airflow into my skin and it just it hits you straight away. So, yeah, I mean, preparation-wise, not so good, but I'm very grateful for North Face and, and Harbour Town because um, the footwear was yeah. absolutely spot on and um, I had spikes for the ice cap and the clothing that I was wearing kept me good throughout the whole experience. So, it's incredible, yeah. mate. Congratulations on that Thanks. effort. That's huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember us having a discussion um, a little while ago now about another marathon that you just ran mm -hmm. and you did it completely on therapeutic ketones. Mm -hmm. Did you do both of these? Uh, no. So this one, uh, because of the setup, yeah. it's not a traditional marathon yeah. race where you can, you know, hold, you know, get 
professional stuff laid out for you and stuff. So the problem with me is if I had put the Keto Max in um, water, it's frozen. Oh, so geez. I can't, oh, wow. you know, so that was the problem. So any, I couldn't hold drink bottles because it would freeze over. Mm. So even gels that people were having, which yeah. I don't touch, but they were having, they froze, right? So um, I, I couldn't have anything because it would just freeze. So when we got to the drinking stations every 5K, it was hot water that they had for us. So, yeah, I mean, wow. I could have asked to <laughs> hot have a, a hot chocolate, yeah, cacao keto max or something like that. But, uh, yeah, so that I couldn't run off. That was just literally just water. And, um, yeah, so I couldn't use keto max throughout that race because it was – it would have been licking an ice block for the whole whole race. <laughs> Definitely an experience, eh? Mm. <laughs> I guess one of the things that um, strikes me with you, 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 you do seem to push the boundaries and, and take on a lot of um, out there adventure activities. How important is that to you and I guess your mental scape? Yeah, it's a good question because, you know, from the age of when I could walk to two years ago, soccer was my life yeah. um that's what kept me fit and that's what kept me happy of looking after my health and things like that so I retired two years ago and I realized that I've seen too many people in in football career that they retire and they put on weight and they get lazy they get the dad bod mm. and they get unhealthy and um so for me I knew I needed a replacement for that um, I've always been a good cardiovascular, so um, I've always ran heaps of half marathons, but a full marathon was obviously something I wanted to tick off the box, and, right. and I, that's why I chose a random, you know, first time in, in the Great Wall. So um, so for me, that's what I'm interested in at the moment. Um, reason being is because I know it tests my body mm. um, a lot versus, you know, just going to a gym or, or doing something like that. Um, but also I, I enjoy the mental side of, yeah. of it. Um, you know, if you think about long endurance stuff, a lot of people run with, you know, music playing and things like that, which is all cool for me. That's my quiet time. That's where I talk to myself and get in my own head. Mm. So, you know, a lot of the training and throughout the whole time of, of running the, the full marathon in Greenland, you know, it took, um, four hours and 18 minutes of me being in the wilderness by myself in my own head. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of really enjoying that challenge mm. of um, that's where I get ideas, that's where I get to speak to myself and make sure I'm aware of myself yeah. and am, am I on target. And so, yeah, now um, I'm really, yeah, just enjoying the long endurance side of things. And, uh, you know, my next mission is, is in February is my first, um, I'm doing a half Ironman. Oh, wow. So, you know, last night I, I got home at, at about eight thirty nine o'clock and I smashed a keto nad and then went to the gym and hopped on the bike for 30k and then hopped on the treadmill for 5k you know and I think through that it was an hour and a half again of just me being in my head and, mm. and so I'm really enjoying these long endurance testing things where I'm just in my own space yeah. and, and challenging myself that way so yeah I'm really enjoying it that's fantastic and do you find that those challenges transfer to other areas of your life with business and, and having the, the drive and proactivity and yeah, definitely, because because of all the chaos outside of mm. that, um, I never get to really get in my own head. And a yeah. lot of people do different ways with meditation yeah. or, you know, um, other biohacking sort of things to, to calm their mind. For me, it is that. It's mm. just being in my own head and hopping on a treadmill or a, on a bike. Yeah. 
um, swimming is the stuff that I don't get in my head. I'm like, how do <laughs> I just swimming. keep myself above water? But uh, yeah, uh, so so for me, it's um, yeah, just all the chaos. It's really good for me just to be in my own space and um, be able to handle, you know, just check in with myself. I mm. think now becoming on a daily basis, so it's, yeah. it's quite empowering. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Running for me is meditative. Yeah, like it's just stillness. My mind isn't running from one thing to the other. Like it's it's super calm, mm-hmm. and, and I love that. I couldn't run with music. Yeah, um, it's distracting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fantastic. So you, you've been in the, the fitness industry for, for several years now. Mm-hmm. Um, Fit Body Bootcamp mm-hmm. at Oxenford. Mm-hmm. Um, you've had amazing transformations with your clients in there. Mm-hmm. Mindset's a, a massive one. You just kind of discussed your your mindset personally approaching some of these big challenges. Mm-hmm. What do you feel are some of the limiting factors for, for some of your clients that you've observed in, in your studio when they come on board trying to achieve whatever specific health or fitness goal they may have? Yeah, I mean, look, mind, to, to me, controlling the mind and being able to overcome plateaus or outside noises or other circumstances and stories and, you know, life factors that come mm. at you in all different shapes and sizes that's the most important thing. And so what I do, uh, you know, coach a lot of our clients on is um, first you think of something, yep. then you feel it, and then you do it, and then you have it. And the problem is, is a lot of people get stuck between the think and then they don't, um, then they feel it, yeah, right? Yeah. So when it comes to, you know, losing weight or something like that, first they think of wanting to lose weight then they feel. Now, that's the important part. They feel of, shit, I have to go to a gym or I have to do exercise and that's the pain. Yeah. And a lot of you know human needs is avoid pain and, and gain as much pleasure True. in their life. And so they think, of, think too much of the pain and that's where they stop straight away. Yeah. So then they don't do and they don't have what they want. So that's the, that's the main factor in my coaching is like the feel – they have to realize that if they want to have it in the, the final goal is they, they've got to feel that it's going to take hard work and it's mm-hmm. got to take commitment and any energy and things like that as well. So that's one key factor where a lot of people just give up mm. um, because one, another, another fear is rejection in a human need is they're just scared of rejection. So throwing themselves out there yeah. and then quitting – that's why they won't start is because they're fearful of what other people think of them yeah. and, again, failing, failing. So that's a, that's a main part as well. But, I mean, in the end, I, it's mindset, which is what it comes down mm. to. You either create that story in the head yeah. um, to quit or you let someone else create a story in your head. And there's a lot of different factors and environments. I talk a lot about environments mm. as well, you know, home environments, relationship environments, work environments, lifestyle environments. Yeah. And are those environments set in place? Are they positive? Are they negative? Are they their right environment? So I could go on, you know, I could mm. do a whole podcast right now yeah. and go on for hours and hours of, environments just alone on Mm. how crucial they are for setting up the right foundations for success Mm. Um, but for me yeah it's it's mindset a lot of people just give up because of they talk to themselves Mm. out of it or they let someone else dictate their movements and quit themselves so that's a huge part and so yeah i mean the main parts what i said was think feel do yeah yeah 
So I guess for, for people struggling in that area, they, they can be reassured that it is just like a muscle that can be conditioned and strengthened and reinforced. It has, it has to be. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, uh, I say this a lot, you do the crime, you do the time. Yeah. Um, and you do the, the, you do the crime on your body mm. for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years of abusing your body, not exercising, smoking, eating junk, processed sugars, you know, toxic yeah. relationships, stressful environment, all that sort of stuff. You've got to do the time rebuilding it mm. back. And a lot of people just expect overnight, um, which in yourself and myself, we need to produce results. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. we don't have a striving business. But a lot of people expect that their body will just overnight become amazing. Mm. And so I really, um, there are the, you know, the people that just don't understand that and realize that they've got to be patient mm. with their body yeah. and, and rebuild it back. And, you know, that is a muscle that, has to be built over time. For a lot of people, it is a long, long time mm. um, to be constantly built. And so, yeah, a lot of people just really underestimate that they've got to be patient and they've got to let their body heal and understand that, you know, no matter what, there is no quick fix out there. And a, a nutrition plan and meal plan and stuff, it's an individual basis. There's too many outside and different variables. Yeah. Uh, to a human body is different. I mean, your heart is beating different to mine. It's made up differently. And so we've got to treat, well, that's one thing I like to focus on is treating it individually. But we do have obviously meal plans and things like that that get results, as you can see, in our yeah. studios that get phenomenal transformations. But, um, you know, for me, it's the long term. You know, it's a long term game, setting out those foundations mm. and the lifestyle that people can withstand it and, um, yeah, I mean, that's been a big part in, in our journey of, of business with getting body transformations and the results that we have in our studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only need to walk into your studio and look at that wall and, and see, like, the amount of transformations. It's incredible. So you've literally just started a new company as well, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, tell us a, a bit more about that. Yeah, so um, we've got two companies now, um, and... So Fitness Fast Track is our new company, Fitness Fast Track Australia. Um, and, and basically this is it sprung through the journey of Fit Body Bootcamp, which was a, a, a license um, agreement uh, from a, a company in America that we started with four and a half years ago when uh, shit hit the fan in my life. And, um, and so I started, started that with my wife and... Uh, about eight months ago now, they they completely changed things. And look, I was just left alone in Australia and I was doing great. Uh, but yeah, they've recently just changed things and, and wanted more data and more dominance and, and up royalty fees and things like that as well. And it just didn't sit well. So I cut it and uh, started a new company called Fitness Fast Track. And the new business is obviously Fitness Fast Track, where it's our thirty-minute body revolution. We're focusing on uh, short, sharp, you know, group training by personal trainers, but heart rate monitoring as well. And that's where the the, the fast track comes into mm. it. Fast as in thirty-minute sessions, so they're fast workouts. Yes. But track is, and we we want to track results. So live heart rate monitoring for for our members to see for themselves mm. on are they working at a high intensity level for a 30 minute workout yes. which is what we're focusing on uh and you know letting them know how many calories they burn how much effort they put in which is good data for us Absolutely. uh and then the other tracking side of things is the embody scans to 
to overall see exactly how the results are going versus scale weight. Um, so it lets us know, obviously, real data, fat, muscle mass, fluid levels, toxicity levels, all that sort of stuff, to come to the overall mission, which is our mission by 2029, is to help throughout Australia and New Zealand communities lose a million kilos of fat. A million kilos? A million kilos of fat that's awesome. by 2029. <laughs> and so, um, you know, that's why we need to track things. So yes. um, we're tracking everything. And for every person that hops on that first scan to their second scan, whatever fat loss they lose, goes to our digital tracker, which will be up in our studios for everyone to see. Uh, our mission and um, eventually you know hopefully the goal is to see that tracker keep ticking yeah. over of fat loss and um, yeah so that's that was set and seeded about three months ago we literally started the company and within about four to six weeks we had a second location <laughs> yeah. opened up and so it's been a, it's been a pretty fast track journey on, on that case with business and yeah, I mean, the mission behind it is something that's seated with, within myself mm. for sure that I, you know, I just know that um, I want to be able to know that, you know, when I leave this this life that I'm remembered for for that yes. and, and may it continue, you know, I'd get to a million, set it to two million and continue on that journey of um, changing the stats of the obesity crisis within children and mm. adults throughout our region and yeah, so it's a big mission. It's a big goal. Um, a lot of people think I'm crazy, but you know, you got to you got to set some massive targets for me to take massive action, and and I'm on a mission to to really affect change in our communities, bro. So. Well done, mate. That's that's unbelievable. And whereabouts are those um, locations? At the yeah, moment? so we've got Oxenford location yep. and our newest one in Bigger Waters, which is right next to Harbour Town. Yep. Um, and yeah, we're on a lookout for other locations as as we speak and. Um, I even got offered a place in Christchurch, New Zealand, uh, two wow. days ago. Um, but we're just got to be careful as well that we we start off slow mm. um, and then set the foundations of a proper um, company and with directors and COOs and CFOs and things like that. So we set the foundations to expand and scale yes. fast, maybe three years from now. So yeah. for <clears throat> us to to have the million kilos of fat loss needs multiple locations. So mm. um, that is obviously a big a big factor in, in continuing our journey. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for people wanting to come and sign up, yep. uh, where, where's the best place for them to find out information? <clears throat> um, yeah, just hop on Facebook, Facebook. And, and, and hit Fitness Fast Track or Instagram Fitness Fast Track. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, if they're in the local areas or if they want to check out our site, um, depending on location, it's just oxenford.fitnessfasttrack.com.au or biggerawaters.fitnessfasttrack.com.au. That's really um, fresh and innovative, that concept in, in the, the really congested fitness environment that's yeah. Yeah, the Gold Coast in Australia at the moment. Yeah, I mean, so, it's a bit of a yeah. red ocean. Um, yeah. You know, uh, even our location in Oxenford, you know, four years ago, it was just us on that strip. And now on our same street, there's one, two, three, four, there's about five different fitness studios. Um, and, you know, one that even shares the same wall back to back. <laughs> wow. So two different fitness businesses that share the yeah. same wall. So... Um, yeah, it's, it's becoming a red ocean, so you've got to stay in the blue ocean and think forward and um, be innovative and stay ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And podcast Amplified Wellness, mm-hmm. 
if you were to tell listeners today three key areas that they can take away to really just amplify their wellness and their health and well-being, mm-hmm. what, what would those key three areas be that they can start to focus on? Yeah, definitely, definitely mindset. Uh, 100% number one would be mindset. Um, is understanding yourself and really truly what path do you want to take in life with your health and fitness, right? Um, and, and really dive deep into that uh, because the more you know yourself and your journey and where you want to be, uh, then outside noise and outside um, voices and opinions, you can absorb and take whatever you want, but it's not going to affect too much in your ultimate path. Um, so, I mean, literally for listeners right now, you've got one life and the time is ticking, the clock is ticking. Mm. So definitely dominate and make every second and day count um, and, and do something that you're passionate about with your health and fitness. And, and that can be in all different shapes and sizes. You don't have to always join gyms or CrossFit boxes yeah. or boot camp locations if you love playing lawn bowls and keep doing it. Uh, so yeah, mindset would be number one. Yep. Uh, so you're after three. three uh, yeah. Two would be community. Um, I think what's important, community or even just um, your your closest friends, just look at your your top five friends as in health and fitness side of things and just go, you know, are they the people that are on the right path that you want to spend with? Um, are they fit and healthy as well? Yeah. Or are the five friends that you hang around with, not necessarily five friends, it's more about like every day, who are the five people that you hang out with? So it could be work colleagues. You know, are they the people that you want to be having conversations with health and fitness or are they inviting you to have cake and coffee every day? <laughs> um, so that would be one thing. I'd be looking at, you know, the, the definite five people mm. that you hang around with um, on a health journey. Yeah. Do they, do you want to take advice from them or, and do you want to hang out with them? If not, if they're not, then find five people that are in shape, that know a lot about health, that are living the lifestyle that you want to. So that'd be number two. Number three, um, hmm, number three. I was going to touch on nutrition, <laughs> but that is a big space. A big space. Um, I, I would say, yeah, find a coach. Find a coach. Find a coach, yeah. find a coach or Good a mentor. One. Now, the, the difference between a coach and a mentor is a mentor is someone that's basically been through the process. Um, see, like myself and, and you, like we've lived the lifestyle and we can mentor because we know the journey of, of health and fitness and how to stay fit and strong. And, you know, we, we know a lot about nutrition and, and, and that. So that's a mentor. A coach could be, again, something like us yeah. that um, has been through it. But a coach may um, have more of an education around a certain topic that the listeners might have. Um, so it could be a nutrition coach that understands that side of things. So, yeah, uh, that would be number three is just really look to find – uh, a good coach that can really direct and and show you the ropes uh, towards the ultimate health and fitness goals. Fantastic. So mindset, community, get a fantastic coach. Yep, 100%. Yeah. And, and you offer coaching services too, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not my full-time mm. gig, um, but yeah, I mean... I have a high ticket offer yeah, where, yeah. you know, my one-on-one coaching is, is um, sort of really intense yeah. um, and, and people pay me the money to really get specific outcomes. 
Um, and, and what those outcomes are is, is, is mindset coaching um, predominantly, but also looking at, you know, different factors in life with, um, you know, business coaching as well. So looking at, you know, a lot of people just have financial craziness going <laughs> in their life and they don't know how to control their money. So I do, I do um, business coaching and also um, mindset, uh, health and fitness, um, relationships, yep. just stuff like that. Because to me, I know that I know that a lot, and um, you know that's helped me in my life definitely over the last you know ten years of of being in the game of entrepreneurship and and things like that. So um, yeah, that's that's the main thing that I that I do with the coaching side of things. Yeah, fantastic, Croydon. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on Amplified Wellness, um, mate. I can't wait to have you back on down the line there's yeah. um, definitely lots of gems um, I feel in this uh, yeah, last 30 minutes that people can take away and start to apply those three three strategies immediately they can apply and, and start to get improved um, yeah, benefit in their lives uh, for people listening make sure you check out Croydon Wheeler add him as a friend on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah fantastic mate uh, thank you again for yeah, taking the time to sit and chat no worries and yeah if you have enjoyed this, make sure you subscribe to Amplified Wellness and I look forward to chatting soon. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, mate.